It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's a brand new season of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. We had a great season last year, and I tell you, you're in for some treats this year. Number one, we're going to be doing podcasts regularly. We're going to give them to you at least once a week, sometimes twice, but definitely once a week. You'll have a brand new a brand new episode. We're also going to get some some more guests on, some different guests than the ones that we had last year. And I think you'll enjoy what we've got lined up because we have some very skilled and very professional people, not only in the speaking world, but in the business world and some who are in the business of speaking. So not just the speaking world or the business world, but who are actually in the business of speaking, similar to myself, who are also taking speaking to a higher level. So we'll have some guests as well. The other thing that we're going to do is have different offers for you on pretty much every episode. So if you don't like being pitched to, that's okay. (laughs) because these are just offers that you'll be able to take advantage of. Some of them will be free, that you'll be able to get a download or you'll be able to reach a uh, or have a PDF sent to you. Others will be things that you can sign up for, such as retreats and classes and online programs as we expand this, uh, this program and also expand the offerings for you as well. So today I wanted to talk about stories, and I called this S is for Story, and your talk needs one. Your talk definitely needs one. Uh, I want to start out with with asking the question, why stories? Because maybe you're scratching your head saying, why is it that we need stories? For people who've been speaking for a number of years, you might remember, you know, back 20, 30 years ago where it didn't matter if you had a story. It didn't matter what your story was. You could just stand up there and speak and whatever you said, people would listen. Well, it's a different world today when it comes to speaking, certainly when it comes to stories. And the reason why stories are very important to include in your talk is people can relate more to stories than facts and figures. People can relate more to stories than facts and figures. If you give people just facts and figures, they will grow tired of that very quickly. But if you give them examples that support that, it'll be more riveting, which leads me to the second reason why stories, stories are more interesting. You know, imagine a talk without stories. I mean, is it exciting? Think about it logically. Think about a Hollywood movie that was only based on facts and figures. It probably wouldn't be very exciting. What makes movies what it is, or what they are rather, is the story behind it. Even a story like Titanic. We all know how Titanic, every version of Titanic that you've seen, and then there have been several over the years, what makes it what makes each version version different is the story. And they all have different stories. We all know how the story ends, but what supports the story, and obviously the most recent one, of course, uh, is the one, of course, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. We all know how it ends, but what builds that whole thing up about that, that whole tragic event is the story itself. Which brings me to the third thing. Stories solidify examples, and they also reinforce your position and your opinion. So they reinforce your position and they solidify the examples. So again, if you take a story like Titanic, just as it is, it's all facts, it's history, here's, here's, here's what happened. Without the story and the examples of how things unfolded, potentially, because we weren't there and 
I think I believe most people are dead now uh, that were part of that that tragic tale. But without the examples and some type of reinforcement of what happened was happening at the time, what was happening in that day, we don't know. Right. So that's what the story does is really solidifies the examples that you're giving and reinforces your position or your opinion as well. And maybe you're asking yourself this question. Yeah, okay, but I give technical presentations. Stories aren't really relevant. Let me ask you this question. Do you think your audience is riveted solely by facts and figures? If you do, here's what I would try. Play a short video clip at some point in your presentation. It doesn't have to be long. 30 seconds to a minute. Play a short video clip that is story-based that enhances your presentation and then ask them to comment on it in an evaluation form after. You will no doubt, I will almost 100% promise you, you will find that people will be riveted by the example that you gave and that it's supported whatever it was you were sharing. So even though you might give technical presentations or scientific presentations, the stories do actually support your material. Also, technically speaking, can still include relevant stories that support your topic. Just like we said, stories can solidify the examples and reinforce your position or your opinion. So yes, even though you might be giving a technical presentation, whatever supportive material or story or example you can give, that's going to support the topic fully and make it more clear to people what it is you're talking about. Plus, let's face it, you'll reach more people when you can relate to them. When you can relate to them and they can relate back to what you're saying, then you will be able to have a more enhanced relationship with people. And unfortunately, technical presentations and scientific presentations don't exactly lend to that. Okay, so you need to give the, you need to give the emotional or the story-based side of things. I often will share with people that, you know, speaking is not a, a transference of information or sharing just of information, facts and figures. It is a transference of emotion. So that's why you want to have those stories built in, even if it is a technical presentation or one that's more based on facts and figures. Same with real estate or finance. A lot of those presentations tend to be based on facts and figures. But if you were to change it slightly or add stories and examples of how those facts and figures or that information has changed people's lives, then that's going to take you further. Here's one of the questions I get quite often. I'm not good at telling stories. They never come out right. What do I do? Well, here's the thing you have to keep in mind. Stories don't happen by accident. Stories need planning. Stories need a lot of planning. You just don't get up and tell a story and then get part of the way through it and go, now what was I saying? I think I got lost in translation there. No, you have to be able to plan your story out, know the beginning, the, the main key points and the end, and make sure it is relatable to what it is that you're sharing. To go along with that, stories need to be tested which is why they need planning. You need to plan the story out, but then you need to test the story. So you need a test audience so that you know that it's the story that's going to have the most impact. When I write a presentation, what I do, or when, when I write my, my, my keynote talks or my signature talks, I'll have two or three stories ready to go. I'll test those stories. And by test, I mean I'll gather a small audience together, even in my living room sometimes. I'll say, okay, here's a story I want to share. 
I won't necessarily give the whole talk, but I'll give an example. I'll say, here's the topics that I'm going after. Here's the key points. Here's the story to support it. Which one do you like, A or B? But that means, again, you have to plan it out. You have to map out your story. And on a future podcast, by the way, I'll be sharing how to build that story and map it out so you hit the ground running every single time. But stories do need planning and they need to be tested, which then, of course, means stories need rehearsal. You need to run them over time and time again. And I'm not talking about practicing to memorize the story. I'm talking about practicing and rehearsing to internalize exactly what it is you're saying, to know when to pause, to know when to slow down your your rate of speech, to know when to bring your voice down, to bring your tone down, to bring your emotion down, to know when to do those things. That takes rehearsal. So they need planning, they need to be tested, and they need to be rehearsed because they don't happen by accident. So if you're not good at telling stories, they never seem to come out right. That could be why, that you need to plan it more, you need to test them, and you need to give them some rehearsal. The other thing I, I, I quite hear... I quite often hear people say is they'll they'll suggest to me they'll say I've got this great story but it's not mine I'd love to tell it but it's it's not mine to tell let me put it to you this way people love stories people love stories more they can relate to so if you're telling a story about the Wright brothers for example their first flight it's a great story it's a fantastic story how can you relate it back to whatever your message is and to go along with that, they will relate more to your story than they will someone else's. So always look for your story. But if there is somebody else's story that speaks to your speaks to your topic, don't be afraid to use that as an example. Quite often I will do that when I'm speaking, but I will relate it back to how it will affect, firstly, how it's affected me and how it could affect you. Okay, so make sure it's relating back to the people. Uh, regardless, your story needs to fit the talk you're giving. So if you're giving a talk about, and I know this is a, sim a simple example, but if you're giving a talk about flowers, well, the Wright brothers' first flight story might not be the most appropriate. It might not fit unless you have something that it'll come back to whatever it is you're talking about. The other thing to keep in mind when you are, when you're telling someone else's story, you need to give credit to the person whose story that you're telling. Give credit to the person whose story you are telling so that way you know and the audience knows that it's not your story. Some people will try and do that. They'll try and tell somebody else's story and make it sound like it's their own story and it doesn't come out the same way. It never does. So if it's somebody else's story, give them credit. Regardless of what the story is, it needs to fit the talk you're giving and make sure it does relate back to your overall topic. So if it's not your story, it still has to be relatable. Here's another question that sometimes come down. And I'm going to leave it at this question today with a couple of examples. Because sometimes, here's what happens. People will say, I've got more than one story. Which one do I tell? I like the thought, I like to go on the concept of one thought per break. Or one break per thought. It's an old term that we use in the broadcast world. And a break meaning when a broadcaster turns on the microphone and talks, that they're sticking to that one thought, that one topic, that one theme. Here's what I want to say about how it relates to storytelling though. Depending on the talk, you might be able to work in more than one story, but you still want one main theme or one main story 
And you can have smaller ones that will support that story. So if my main story, and quite often I tell the story about how I used to stutter when I was a kid and how I overcame stuttering. That's the main theme. Sometimes I'll bring in characters, though, to support my material, such as a guy that I was in speech therapy with. His name was Ivan, and Ivan had a worse stutter than I did. So every now and again, I will bring in his character to reinforce that as bad as my situation was it could have been worse as an example so i will quite often do that but still the overlying theme is i used to stutter when i was a kid there is there is hope you can overcome anxiety when it comes to speaking whatever the theme is so that one main theme though is very important and smaller stories to support it are okay as long as it doesn't deflect from your main from your main message the other thing to keep in mind is you don't need to tell the whole story a lot of people think that once they start telling a story, they have to give everything. They've got to paint it so every finite detail is important. If you were to look at the sketchbook of an artist, you can't see color. It's usually black and white, but you know what a leaf on a tree looks like. You know what a person smiling looks like. You know what a person wearing a hat looks like. You know what a tree looks like, what a river, what a lake, what a shoreline looks like. You don't need the whole story. You just need the main picture. And if you have time to paint more of the picture, that's okay too. But you don't need to zoom in so closely that you can see the veins of the leaf on the tree or the intensity of the bark. You just need to give enough information so that people can then take that information, process it, and then move on from there with whatever the story is. But you don't need to tell the whole story, just the main part of the story. And I'll show that in a little more detail. I'll, I'll share that in a little more detail on an upcoming episode. S is for story. And yes, your talk needs one. And in the 21st century, people still love stories. So make sure you are getting out and telling them. If you ever have a question, drop me an email. It's askcarl at carlspeaks.ca. And visit the website anytime to carlspeaks.ca. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichards72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 